I was supposed to get together last week. I forgot. Shit's falling through every crack. But with McManus, with Tom. Oh. And I said to him, it's on my calendar. And then I looked and I was like, was that this week? And I just looked and it was last week. And I texted him. I said, why didn't you, why didn't you text me? He goes, ah, I was busy with a toddler. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Chip Chantry, look at that hairdo. Hello, everyone. Look at Chip. Look at me. Everybody look at me right now. Everybody we are. look at me. That's nice. Hey, that's fun. You got rid of your COVID cut? Yeah, I got the COVID cut finally about uh, a week or two ago. Yeah, it feels so good just to yeah. be done with it. That's an impressive amount of CDs behind you. It goes up even higher. Oh, my wow. God. Going. Some DVDs. Through that at the wall. Top. Yeah. Cheers to that. Is that load bearing? Is that a load it bearing? It is. CD yeah, cut? it can't. Yeah, I can't take it down or it just... Uh, yeah, everything crashes down. It's just, it's. I'm actually built on the '90s. That's yeah. right. <laughs> uh, it looks to me like the top ones are movies. They're DVDs. You're very good. DVDs. Oh, right. Yeah, movies, TV shows, couple box sets. Yeah, and, yeah, and then and then uh, CDs from here. Sweet. Yeah. Speaking of the '90s, I have to brag. I'm so excited. So I just got finished my podcast that I do with my buddy Ken Krantz, another comedian. We called I Love Rock and Roll, yeah. where we talk like different rock and roll stars. We just had, well, earlier this week, we had Richard Marks on. Richard Marks and Daisy Fuentes together. Whoa, nice. they, were they were amazing. They were great. They were so nice. Yeah. His book is so good, by the way. His really? book is, re and like, I'm not necessarily a Richard Marks fan. I mean, I know a few of his songs. Yeah. Uh, no, like, real, like, sex, drugs, and rock and roll stuff, but just an amazing book. And then uh, just now, we just had the drummer from uh, Jane's Addiction. And he was great. He was like the nicest guy. It wow. was so much fun. Yeah. How are you getting these guests? That's phenomenal. So with Richard Marks, there's a guy named JL Colvin. You guys probably seen. He's a comedian who oh, yeah. does the, the Trump, the Trump guy. Yeah. He's yeah. like the Trump impression yeah, yeah, yeah. guy. And like, he's like, he's just gotten like notoriety for like making fun of Trump and doing the impressions. Yeah. And Ken knew him. And then Richard Marks became friends with this JL Colvin guy. Th because he's like very anti-Trump, whatever. Yeah. So then we had JL on the show because Ken knew him and then Richard heard about it. And then he's like, yeah, Daisy and I'll do the show. So we got him. And then my buddy Ken has like a good friend who she does the thing where she like books people for like, if you have like a corporate event or it's like, you know, it's like you're, you're a multimillionaire and it's your kid's bar mitzvah and yeah. you want yeah. Katy Perry to play. Like yeah. she works for the company that has like the inside scoop on all these people. So she basically wow. just gave him a list of all these people. Like, yeah, he, he contacted me to entertain there, but I was busy. You didn't have time. Yeah, it's I no. mean, no. you know, Things it's happen. we're all busy these days. Yeah. Yeah. They, weren't, they weren't paying enough, Mary. Screw no. that. They weren't. And I had to feed my sourdough starters. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, I have priorities. <laughs> I was going to make fun of you, Chip, and say, oh, yeah, if you'd like me to be a guest. And then you mention all these like super guests. And I'm like, oh, you don't know. Well, we'd love to have you guys as guests. It's it's not because it's like, yeah, that's going to be a once in a blue moon type situation. Well, uh, apparently it's twice in a blue moon because yeah, you're on this a roll. feast or famine right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're on a roll. Yeah. Who do my friends know? No one. Nobody. We've tried. We've tried. Well, no, Chip is a name. Chip is a name that we get. The Chip Chantry. I mean, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know Kristen Finger. I don't I don't want to drop names, but MTV's Kristen Finger. Yes, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Gwen Stefani, 2002.
Hey, this is Steve with the Punch-Up Podcast. With me on this episode are Mary Carpenter. Hello, Steve. Kevin Reagan. Hey, Steve. Jesse Preisendorfer. Hey, Steve. And our storyteller is Chip Chantry. Chip, so good to have you back, buddy. Hi, Steve and everyone. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm so excited to be back. This is uh, I love doing this podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us. Can I give away the fact that you called me this morning to just make sure you could curse? <laughs> Uh, no, you may not. You may not. Oh, I, won't, I won't say a word then. Love that. Kill that. I did. I always feel I, I always forget because I want to be professional, yeah. but I don't want to box myself into anything. No, no. Curse away. That's what we say. You know, Ian's usually on this podcast. Right? <laughs> that is true. That is true. I usually just apologize later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that's the way to do it. Yeah. All right, Chip, take it away, buddy. Okay, I don't have a story this week. Well, this is a short episode. Thank you. Good night. Good night, everybody. Chip, what would you like to plug? Thank you so much. At Chip Chantry at Twitter and Instagram. Follow me. This was easy. This was great. <laughs> yeah. Jesse's so glad that she, she got back for this. <laughs> I, I don't have a story as much as I just want to complain. If you'll indulge me. Yeah. Please, bring it on. I just want to complain and vent about the worst gig that I ever had. Oh, the worst stand-up gig that I ever had. Hell yeah. I've been doing comedy for 15 plus years. You are all performers, entertainers, comedians. You have your good nights and your bad nights. And you would think that, that mine would have been my, you asked me my worst show would have been like my first year into comedy because I did something I didn't know. And I, you know, I wasn't playing the nicer place yet. No. Uh, this happened in, I believe, March of 2019. So this is <laughs> this is very recent. Oh, yeah. In the grand scheme of things. So I had recently gotten back from Los Angeles where I was uh, writing for a TV show. And because I'm big and important and uh, all that wonderful stuff. Oh, uh, wait. So this is a slumming it story. You yes, made it, it big. And then you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever this gig is, you're too good for it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You mean this gig? Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. I'm actually on a podcast next week talking about this episode here. Because I think that's fair to say about a lot of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Is Ian supposed to be on that podcast as well, Chip? Yes, we're going to be talking and cursing up a storm. I'm available. Okay. <laughs> we'll book all of you and we'll, we'll bring you all back. It'll be a podcast within a podcast Excellent. wrapped in an enigma. So, you know, the one thing that I've learned, I've written for, I've been lucky enough to write for a couple of TV shows and nothing that anybody have, has ever seen, uh, nothing of, you know, n you know, big uh, uh, grand grandeur or anything. But uh, the thing that I've learned is, you know, you, you write and you get a half decent salary for five, six months and then famine, then there's nothing for a while. So you have to save up and, you, you don't know what's going to happen. So I was in LA for a couple of months. I did that, came back to my, my beautiful wife and lovely pets. And then it's like, okay, I got to figure something out. So it was beginning of February and I'm just trying to book stand up gigs, trying to find the next writing gig, but you got to pay rent. Yep. So I got a text from a comedian that I know. I'm not going to mention any names, but uh, I, I got a text from a, a comedian that I know. It was at, at like midnight one night. Elaine Boozler. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Elaine Bluzer, and she is here. If you can bring her on, she's in the oh, waiting room. Oh, right my now. God. Oh, my gosh, Elaine, you look let, great. Let, let her in. Yep. Somebody famous. Somebody famous, finally. Yeah. So he texted me about this gig at like midnight one night, which is never the way to start a business venture is getting a text at midnight. That's just yeah. not like 
Red flag number one. Was it midnight where he was? We were in the same time zone, I believe. Okay. I was trying. I'm still trying to suss it out. Trying, I know, yeah. right? Yeah. So I, I get this text and he's like, look, he's like, uh, I got this gig. I did it last year. They want to, you know, you, you get a different comedian each year. They want somebody really clean. It's down in the Baltimore area. It's down in Baltimore. Okay. Clean in Baltimore? Clean in Baltimore. Well, and here's here's the caveat. Because it is a luncheon strike two. <laughs> oh, yeah. Daytime. Daytime. Oh, Early daytime. For this Catholic organization. Oh, oh strike three. Strike three. Wow. <laughs> That's strike three and four. I can just see all the handbags on, on the tables. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mary, I want you to keep that image of the handbags on the table near and dear to your heart because that's going to come in very, very soon. Excellent. So we all know that comedy is a little flower and it needs certain things. Daytime show, never good. Okay. Uh, Throwing the Catholic elements got to be super clean. I can be clean. I don't mind doing it. And I'll say I've done more Catholic churches in the Philadelphia area than I care to remember where priests and nuns have been in the front row they've gone great yeah. I say, we feel like we're going to a little weird area first of all you said comedy's like a flower and then you yes. said you've done catholic churches so i feel like there's a yes. lot of innuendo happening yeah. I, I i promise there is not i promise to okay. uh okay. I, yes I, I but i think we might get there though i don't know we might get there by the end of the evening Excellent. and i should say like i i'm not i, I don't want to offend anybody i am not catholic i was not raised i was raised lutheran is that the part that you thought would be offensive no 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 no, no. <laughs> i just it's gonna get there no, i mean like lutheran is like the least offensive of all religions <laughs> but here's to me i was and and again i don't mean to offend anybody i remember as a child yeah being fairly anti-catholic in my own little mind because Martin Luther, the founder of the Lutheran Church, was yeah. the original rebel. The he 95 was. Theses nailed it. And I was like, yeah, get him, Martin. Yeah. Those Catholics. I was not raised like that. My parents weren't like that. Or it wasn't like there was some sort of thing. But I was like, I was like a one man orange order. Do you know what I mean? I was just like in my wow. head. Like, yes. And I had friends who were Catholic and they would go to like CCD. I'm like, you're and like, it's just in my head. I was like, you're wrong. The Pope, whatever. So. Uh, so anyway, um. I uh, I get this gig and apparently it's for for this luncheon for this Catholic organization. It's through it's at this comedy club down in Baltimore. Again, I'm not going to name name its name. Yeah. If you really want to look it up, you can look up comedy clubs in Baltimore. It was a club that I've never been to and I've always wanted to perform at. I don't know about a comedy club that has a luncheon. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, exact. Ding, that ding, sounds ding, like ding, a strip ding. club. Was it a strip club? <laughs> that if the Catholic Church is doing shows at strip clubs. Strip clubs. My husband once show. went on a lunch interview to a strip club and had hot dogs. So you did that? <laughs> no, my husband did. Well, yeah, Mary, we're gonna have to. We're gonna book that story for next. Yes, week. If I could be on that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll I'll sit in on that one. That's got to be a story. So I wanted to get into this comedy club. So the sort part of the the ploy for me was like, oh. I'll do the show. I'll, I'll do a good job. They'll start booking me at this club. I can have a yeah. Baltimore club right. now. Also, I will say the gig was, and this is the nice thing. This is the good thing. A thousand dollars. I was going to get thousand dollars for it. Yeah. I oh, yeah. need this money. A thousand dollars. That's rent. That is oh, my, yeah. my uh, uh, cable bill, my phone bill. Like that's a month right there. Yeah. That's ball one and two. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> the, the count is getting full. Yeah. By the way, you're back home in Philly at, by dinner. Right. I mean, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, 
it's it's I could still do a show that night. It yeah. was a Saturday show. I could still do a show that night. I need the money. I'm not working right now. I got to pay rent. Yeah. I got to get this. Gig. Chip doesn't know how Catholics work and that there's tithing that's expected. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm told. It's a thousand bucks. You got to be super clean. Yeah. It's for this Catholic organization. It's a luncheon down at Baltimore. So this comedian hands me off to the manager of the club, hooks us up via email. Okay. And this is about a month out. I'm being very proactive. I want to do a good job. I, I contact the guy. I had a, I emailed him just a couple of questions. Hey, if you could just let me know like what organization it is, tell me a little bit about the day, when I'm performing, how much time you want me to do. Like, I didn't want to be overly, I don't want to bother yeah. the guy, but like, yeah. hey, give me the information. I'm doing my due diligence. Right. Almost nothing. Like one word answers kind of like, oh, it's a 12. Uh, it's a luncheon. Like blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. And I, we went back and forth a few times. I'm, it's pulling teeth. I'm getting no information. This is definitely the club. This isn't the organization. This it's the manager of the club. Okay. With, that booked the show. Yeah. Right. And he didn't give me any other contact information. I was like, you could even like contact me with the Catholic organization. Maybe I can talk to the point person there. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and it's, you can't blame the manager too much. I know comedy club managers, they got a million things going on, but like I was getting, no answers. I don't want to interrupt too much, but if this ever happens again, Chip, you really can talk to the manager of the Catholic organization anytime you want, anywhere you want. He's always listening. So <laughs> okay, that is good to see. Just yeah. just say it out loud, right? Yeah. Or I not? He reads mine. Think it. Think it. I, I maybe you're converting me right now. I, I think maybe that's that's what. That's it is. our goal. No, it's Put not. It I'm an atheist. I'm not trying to convert <laughs> nothing. Put it on a $20 bill and put it in a basket that <laughs> yeah. they pass in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There's some beads that I know about where you got to say a poem and then. Yeah. So you I know everything from Cannonball Run. That's what you know yes. about yes. Catholicism. Yeah. Correct. So it's day of mid-March. Excited. Uh, it's Saturday. It's electric. <laughs> it is. It is. I am so not looking forward to this. I just yes. in the pit of my stomach for a week because I know it's going to be bad, but it's like I have to get this money. Like, I, a, I want to do a good job to try to get booked to this club and yeah. B, I need this money. So let me ask you, Chip, completely like, you know, off topic. Are you thinking like, well, what do I wear to still be a hip comic and clean and Catholic? Mm. I was trying to remember that, Mary, actually. I think I wore a suit. I think that was the play. I believe I wore a suit. I would have Googled Jim Gaffigan and whatever picture comes up, I've worn that. He played for the Pope in Philly. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's that's true. I should have so I I'm sure I dressed up somehow. I think I wore a suit, but I'm I I, okay. I can't I've definitely repressed a lot of this day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chip, as far as material is concerned, like you said you can definitely play clean. So will you change your act or you'll just take out the curse words? Because is it easy for you to kind of flip that off? It's I'm lucky enough where I, I have a decent amount of material where I'm generally pretty clean, uh, yeah. but like I can gear it towards like I have enough material where I can it's not it's I can just take out certain jokes that are aren't appropriate. And and also it's not even about material. And this is kind of what I bumped into was it's not about like, oh, this is inappropriate. It's like, well, this doesn't really relate to middle-aged to older Catholic couples. It's like I'm focusing yeah. on, OK, I'm married now. I can do my marriage material. Right. Talk about my pets. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yep. What are these handbags on the table going to enjoy? You know? <laughs> so that and, and, and uh, trust me, I, I pride myself. I'm not the funniest guy in the world, but I can do that. Like I know, like 
I, I can walk into a corporate thing or like a church thing and be like, okay, I can be nice for, you know, for a thousand bucks, for a for thousand, thousand bucks, bucks. For, tw- for 20 minutes of my time. Yeah. I can go in for 20 minutes and say funny things about my relationship with my wife, my dog and silly things yeah. and be nice and, and walk away and get the money. That, Is I, that I, your I know set? Is that your set? 20 minutes? Is that 20 minutes. That's it. That's all I got. That do. is a sweet paycheck for 20 Hell minutes. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Bucks? And that's the thing too, where it's like that rarely ever happens. Yeah. I, I think that was the most I was ever paid to do comedy. That's a little less than a dollar a second. Right. I know it's, it's just, it's, it's crazy. And like, you feel like it's it again, at feast or famine. It's like for years I did shows for nothing and lost money on it. And right. to this day, I still do free shows. You know, if I'm working something out at a small bar show or whatever, it's like podcasts, you know, podcast. Well, I, I mean, you guys are already Venmoing me after this, correct? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You take care of that. Yeah. I got it. I got mm-hmm. it. Hey, the listeners out there, if you want to Venmo me, uh, at chip dash chantry, send me a couple bucks. Why not? Cool. Why not? I don't know why people don't do that more. I'm going to keep yeah. putting myself out there and see if people start Venmo me. Venmo me. Yeah. Venmo. Yeah. MJ Carpy. Yeah. I don't remember what my Venmo is, but I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Mail me cash. Mail cash. Chip, what time do you leave? And are you playing like pumped up music on the way down? Like right. <laughs> yeah, uh, just a lot of hymns. So <laughs> I. All things great and beautiful. Remember the 90s when like Gregorian chants was a thing? Yeah. I yeah. thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Uh, it yeah. was the coolest thing. Right. So I left early because, again, I am a professional. Yeah. Uh, I left plenty early. It's what, like a two hour drive or whatever down to Baltimore Traffic. on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Traffic. Yeah. It was a noon show, uh, noon luncheon. So I got, I pulled into the parking lot at 11 a.m. I'm nice. an hour early. Very yeah. That way I, I don't have to worry about traffic. I can rewrite some jokes or like I can like write things in the moment. If I like if a if I learn more about this group, it's like, oh, it's about this specific thing. Maybe I can jot down a few more jokes. I'm being professional and yeah. proactive. I get there and, it, and it's basically in the suburb. It, it felt suburban okay. where I was. Yeah. And I pull into the parking lot. There's a big parking lot for the for the club. Zero cars. We are the first one to Wally World that day. Oh, uh, yeah. The, nothing. And Uh-oh. I'm like, it's 11 a.m. for a noon luncheon. Like, shouldn't the staff be there? Shouldn't the caterers yeah. and or the kitchen crew be there? Yeah. Something. I have no phone numbers. I have the, the, the phone number of the comedian that I that gave me the gig, but he's been out of the picture for a month now. You yeah. know, he doesn't have anything to do with it. Yeah. I have an email for the club manager and that's it. I got nothing. Oh so I'm emailing this guy on my phone, just how to, you know, and, but like, he's not going to pay this, you know, it's like 11 a.m. Yeah. on a Saturday. What kind of, so I'm like, is the show here? Is it canceled? Is it at a different location? And they never told me. Right. So I just wait and I wait and I'm like, do I just go home? I want my thousand dollars. I don't want to look unprofessional, even though I tried to do everything to get the information. Yeah. Did you try walking? Were you walking around the building, like trying doors and all? everything? I, yeah. I definitely look suspicious. I definitely. Look <laughs> yeah. and do you know, are you the only act or are there, is there an uh, opener? Or? I, I assumed that I was the only act. I had no okay. idea. Yeah. Nothing. 
There was probably an opening prayer before you, so. Yes. Yeah. A priest was definitely the opener. Father Murphy's going to open yeah. for That always you. sets the tone. He's doing a type five homily and then <laughs> move in. <laughs> so <laughs> it's 11, 10, 11, 15, 11, 20, 11, 30. Oh nothing's happening. God. And there's so no like, cars. What do I do? Where do no I one's do? wandering. No. no one's drifting in. At about 11.35, a car pulls up. And this young guy gets out. And I, I talk to him. And he's the assistant manager. And I was like, oh, hi, I'm Chip. I'm here for the luncheon. He's like, we don't have a luncheon today. Oh, and I'm like, you And I'm like, Fuck. okay. I was like, I, I, I talked to the, the manager. He said, it's this Catholic thing. Maybe I'm in the wrong place. Do you know anything about that? He was very nice, but he's like, I don't know anything. Come on in. And he went in and he looked in the office and some, I don't know. He went in, I think to the manager's computer in like his computer was on, I guess, went into his inbox on his email and found the information. Wow. At 11.45, he gives me the information on a little sticky note. He's like, here it is. It's at such and such address, which is 20 minutes away. Oh, oh my God. In, in a town that I don't know. I don't know Baltimore well. Yeah. Um, and it's 11.45 for a 12 o'clock luncheon. It's about 20 minutes away. So he's like, it's at this address. That's all I know. He's like, And I jump into my car and I fly. Somehow I get there. I pull in. There's like a God helped you. Yeah, I think he did. Right. We know how. Why were there only two tire tracks? Because yes. you were driving on my back. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just, just. I didn't see Jesus in the uh, red light ticket picture that I got. Oh. But he was with me the whole time. He was totally. with me the whole time. <laughs> you have to hold it. You have to hold it just right. And he's there. And he you sees know? you. Yeah, you can kind of in the glare. You see him in the glare. Yep. So I, I, I fly there. There's a parking garage right next door. I, I park. I run to the place. And it's this like kind of beautiful old Catholic building. Like a there was like a study in it, and there's like a banquet room. You know, it's like this like uh -huh. big old kind of like I, maybe it's like brownstone. I don't know brownstone. It was, it was something just like a, a big old Catholic building that, that was very nice and kind of historic looking. Not a church, but you know, some sort of and a Catholic yeah. building, right? Parish yeah. building. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I run in. And there's all these people milling about in the front and like in the lobby. So I'm like, okay, because it's just afternoon. So I'm like, I'm not too late. Somehow the guy spots me uh -huh. and he's this, I don't even, I can't picture him right now, but I just remember he was just like, just, he was just weird and Catholic if looking, if that, if that helps. I, I don't know if that, I know yeah. that doesn't paint a picture, but he was, he was weird and Catholic. That's all, that's yeah. all I know. You're looking at weird Catholic people right now. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So yeah. just to put it, put it together, I, a yeah. uh, little bit older guy. That's all I know. He's very nice. He was a little different, but he very nice, nice guy. But who is he? He's not the club manager. I mean, no, he... I never, I've never had any dealing with the club manager that okay. day. Okay. He's the point person that like put this, this group, this luncheon together, a luncheon together. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he's like, Hey, I don't remember his name, but he's like, Hey, I'm so-and-so blah, blah, blah. He's like, thank you. And he's walking me up the stairs and there's all these people kind of coming in with him and we're going up and he's like, so as you know, this is a stag event. So it's men only. Okay. All and right. then I look around and I'm like, Oh, it's just dudes. Oh, so therefore, no purses on the table like I expected. Uh, okay. Now, first of all, here's strike five, I think. A <laughs> couple yeah. drops straight. It's yeah. never a good idea to have a, a single gender audience. 
It's oh, I've never had any experience where that goes well, or like anything that's too mono, like where One everybody's side. the yeah. same. It just, yeah. it, uh, this past winter, or I, I guess two winters ago before COVID, I did this country club out in the burbs and it was two separate nights where we did, it was like the men's club Christmas dinner. And yeah. I was the entertainment. And then the next night I did the women's club Christmas dinner. And it's just like, oh, that's, you know, that doesn't go well. Yeah. And, and like, it need, neither of them were good shows. If you put them together, it kind of dilutes it. And they're sort of on their best behavior for each other. Yeah. The men are keeping the women in check. Women yep. are keeping the guys in check. And right. when that's done, it's just no holds barred. So I get in and he's like, it's a group called the, and, and let me get this right. I wrote it down. The Society of the Friendly Sons of St. Patrick. Oh, good God. That's oh, the group. God. And it was their St. Patrick's Day luncheon. Oh, okay. I get a bad feeling about this. Yeah. As you should. The Society of Friends of St. Patrick. St. Patrick. So Not I get, one of these gentlemen had a drinking problem. Not one. No. no, there was no problem with drinking that day. None. None. It wasn't purses. It was bottles of scotch on the table. Worse. Worse. You ready for this? Yep. Not only was there an open bar, which yeah. they were all indulging in, but I noticed, and can you imagine, this is pre-COVID. This is crazy. Crazy. On every table, there was a mason jar filled with this, like, I think it was a clear liquid. It was basically like this Catholic moonshine. I don't know what it was, this Irish that they were passing around. By the way, I should say it's this hall. It's this big, beautiful room with like high ceilings and like, you know, round. I think there were round tables, like banquet tables. And there's four or five hundred guys in there. It's a oh huge my God. Thing. Yeah. Great acoustics. Great. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And just a mason jar that they're just passing around and drinking besides the beer and whiskey and everything else yeah. they're drinking. Are they calling it the holy water? I hope so. I hope so. Hundred percent. Somewhere for sure. Somewhere definitely. Yes. So here's the time where I can go hide somewhere and then completely rewrite my set because now doing marriage material that middle aged to older Catholic couples, these dudes don't want to hear this. And I'd say the guys were anywhere from their twenties up through their eighties. Like it was a a span. It was yeah. a span, but it's yeah. mostly guys who are in like thirties and forties, probably thirties, forties, fifties. And they were just, they were just like every guy that I didn't want to talk to at my high school reunion. Like yeah. that's just jocks yeah. and just, and then it's just, again, the women aren't there. So it's just like, I'm being a, I'm Irish. I'm being uh, a guy. And it's St. Patrick's I day. I feel like this entire crew had a reunion on January 6th. I, <laughs> I think they did. I think they did. So a bunch of drunk white Irish guys bragging about being Irish. It sounds like every week on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I'm going to state right now. uh, My ancestry.com says that I I believe I'm like 30% Irish. So it's, it's not like I'm complete. I, I'm along with that. So I'm complaining about the Irish right now. I'm partially Irish. So I, I should say that. So, this is where I get to go hide in the green room or just somewhere right. and like rewrite my set. Cause they have to have lunch and then I perform that doesn't happen. I don't get another room. I don't get a separate thing because I am one of the uh, respected guests, honored guests. Oh, yeah. And I will be spending the entire luncheon on the dais. No. Oh. They have a dais 
up on stage where I sat between yeah. that weird Catholic man. Yep. And the priest of the local parish oh, that's on the other yeah. side of me. Yeah. Yep. Who that's I will say this. I've had very little dealings ever with Catholic priests. Like never. I, I, I'm, I don't know if I've ever talked to one. The Catholic priest was this older gentleman. He was by far the nicest, funniest guy I met there that day. Very gracious. Was he hitting on you? You know what he might have been? I might have been a little old. Now that he re, now that he replays it, yeah. I'm getting a little yeah. bit older up there, and I, I get yeah. worried about my age sometimes. I, I might have aged. I don't know. Uh, but he was a very nice guy, and he was he was kind of funny, very gracious. He was just like, not that it was a big comparison, but he was by far the coolest person I dealt with that day. Yeah, and yeah. But there's like seven of us up on this dais. Oh my god! To eat lunch there, facing all these drunk Irish people, yeah. no opportunity to recalibrate. No, no. Like to look down and take some notes or. And I'm trying to do that. Like I'm just jotting things down. You know, I'm trying. Do do you guys want to guess what lunch consisted of? Oh, I corned beef and cabbage. Boom. Yeah. Some kind of wet meat. Ham. Yeah. It was the most Irish thing in the world. I think it was. I I think there were bangers. I think there was corned beef. There was, you know, they it was the. If it's Most Patty's Irish. Day, yeah, if they're doing Patty's Old Day, potatoes, cabbage. Oh, and of course, potatoes. Yeah. And so instead of me hiding and trying to write this and maybe like glancing in every once in a while, I am just in real time for like 45 minutes of lunch, just watching this sea of white faces just get drunker and redder. Oh and drunker and, drunker. <laughs> and, and also a lot of heart disease as they eat this. Yes, crap. it's like, just all. And it's just the room is get there's just this energy is coming about. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And like, I'm just I'm trying to eat a little bit, but I'm not hungry at all. Yeah, uh, oh, I, I'm trying to rewrite material like and remember, I also have to be squeaky clean. Yeah. These dudes are like, I can tell they're rowdy. Like, oh, yeah. they don't want squeaky yeah. clean, but I have to be. So I'm kind of hamstrung here. I don't know what to do. Oh, boy. Here's what happens. As lunch is wrapping up, they start with the speakers. <gasps> oh, God. Wow. Sounds awful. There's like oh. five different speakers before oh. me. And they're all old men, from what I remember. And they're all boring. Yep. They yep. all do yep. way more time than they're supposed to. Like the one guy, I remember this, there was a guy from New England that they brought down from New England who was this old guy. He lays wreaths, I think for like soldiers who have passed away, but he like, he has this organization where we've laid more wreaths than anybody else in the country. And because of the friendly sons of St. Patrick or whatever the hell you have raised this money where we raid. And he, and he, I think it was something like he laid a wreath in every one of the 48, Continental states yeah, in the Catholic Church, I think laying a wreath is like a euphemism. Is, is that what it is? Okay, I think so. Yeah, I told you we were getting into the euphemisms. I also like the repeated use of the word wreaths. <laughs> so, this guy they brought him down from Maine, I think yeah. it was, wow. to talk about this, and he's just going on and on. Let me tell you, they are not putting up with it at all. No, from, from like the first speaker of the five. They're just talking over him. Oh, no. It starts yeah. out little by little, and then the volume gets yeah. up and gets up. And they're just drunk. They're passing around jars of yes. Yeah. They're not listening. It got to a point where the one guy, I think the point guy, had to stand up 
between like the second and third guys and be like, Hey gentlemen, if everybody <laughs> yeah. could focus yeah. and like, you know, boys and girls yeah. kind of situation. I know we're all excited to be here. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they had to say that like two or three times, but they never got mean about it. Yeah. So the guys, they didn't care. They didn't give a shit. They were just loud and obnoxious yeah. and, and rude and drunk. They were yep. just awful human beings. But then, then there would be a moment where they would all like say a prayer and everybody's all high and mighty and holy. And then they just went right back to being assholes. It sounds exactly perfect description of Catholicism to me. <laughs> to me, in my opinion. Yeah. Sounds like the punch up. Yeah. <laughs> so it's getting drunker and drunker, louder and louder. I'm getting closer and closer to, to my time. So finally, they introduce me. And th the one saving grace is that I'm up on the dais and there is a podium. So I can stand at the podium. At least I can have notes up there because I'm totally rewriting my set. Oh, okay. And at least so I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm separated from them to a certain extent, which I'm sort of happy about. Yeah. yeah. So I go into my first joke and just nothing. Oh God. Do you remember the joke? I, it's it, And by the way, this is the part that probably is the most important of the whole story. This is the biggest blur to me. This, these yeah. next 20 minutes this should be the most important part of the story, but it's it's what I remember least because I've just repressed it and it's just such a blur. So, oh, so you are Catholic. Okay, I understand. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm close. I'm close. Lutheran is like Catholic light. Yeah. So they, I will say they did get a little quiet for me, but it was just that bro energy yeah. Yeah. of like, I'm going to fold my hands and guess what? Oh, yeah. Sully over here. He's way yeah. funny. He's the funniest guy. I'm the funniest guy. The testosterone is just pumping. And that's why it should never be just one of a uh, homogeneous group. Yeah. It, it, it's yeah. just, they were just like, yeah, all right, funny boy, let's see what you got. Yeah. And it's all just this like alpha male bullshit that like, and a, that's not me first of all. And B, like, it's just like for comedy, it's just not good. It's like, yeah. why don't you get O'Leary yeah. over here to yeah. fucking tell a story? Give him a whole mason jar and just let yeah. him go for 20 yeah, minutes. Just, yeah, just tell a really funny, yeah. racist, homophobic yeah. joke that everybody there will love. Yeah. And, and I could just I could just see in their faces. They're just like, Ugh. you know, just like, I, and I just hate them. But here's the thing. I can't be dirty. Yeah. I have to be squeaky clean or I'm not getting paid. So it's like, it's just a losing battle. Yeah. You know, they, they, they say to picture the audience in their underwear. Can you picture the audience all holding your $1,000? Yes. Just, <laughs> just a check up yeah. in front of their faces <laughs> hiding their rosacea. Like, that's what they're, you know. <laughs> so, and then, like, I get, like, a heckler or whatever. And then, like, oh. so, like, I do a joke and it kind of bombs. Another joke kind of bombs. And, and then there's, like, a, he like a heckler. Oh. So then I kind of go after him very soft because a i don't want to get my ass kicked yeah. and b i don't want to be too mean where i don't get paid did right. you did you look at that like as an opportunity though like i'm kind of like oh this might be something or were you yes yeah. yes so i was like all right let me lay into this guy a little bit yeah. i laid into him a little bit everybody got defensive of him <gasps> oh how dare you wow like, kind of in a fun way but also not a fun way like you don't talk to our guys like that I'm like, he fucking talked to me like that. So yeah. I kind of went after him. 
but that just turned them even more south against me. So then it got to the point where almost right within the first like two minutes, like almost like booing. You know what I mean? Uh So I'm I'm like, what is happening? Why why am I here? Why did you pay a thousand dollars for this to happen? Yeah. Right. And so I get through and I, I will say this, I'm just trying to do everything and just trying to make fun of it. And I'm looking back at the priest and the priest is giving me like the nod and a little wink, like, all right, everything's good. But right. I'm just like going through and then it just becomes a blur. And again, I should be a better comedian. I should be able to rise above this somehow and turn the crowd around. But it's just a losing yep. battle yep. in there. Yeah, it's just a losing battle. And I, I've never gone short almost never gone short on my time because you get paid, you do your time. This is one of the first times I did because I, I knew nobody was counting. I, I did 18 minutes, I think. It was like 18 and a half minutes I did of my 20. And I'm like, why would I do another two minutes? Yeah, yes, you do the math. Now, where are we at? We're at uh, less than that. <laughs> Great work, Jesse. Thank you, Jesse. Well done, Jesse. Thank you, Jesse. Very scientific. <laughs> I'm not wrong. Do not. I do my 20, 18 minutes or whatever. And I'm like, thank you. Uh, great. What? A, and like, that's it. And then is I there go, applause? Do you remember? Or like, like smattering? Tep- yeah. Like tepid. Yeah. Like they were like yeah. half. De- yeah. It was half decent. It was half decent. I will say it wasn't yeah. terrible. Uh, so I get off and I'm just, and then I got to like, just slink over back to the dais where my yeah. bag is, you know? Yeah. And luckily, mercifully, the priest or the point person was like, Hey, thank you guys. Uh, bars open for another half hour or whatever, but that's the show. Have a great day or what? And then turn them loose. So now he goes into like a full blown conversation with five guys. I need to get the check from him. I need to get that check in my hand and get the hell out of Dodge. If if I might, excuse me, sir, if I might, uh, yeah, Uh, pardon me. Uh, There's the matter of, uh, sorry to interrupt, but remuneration. Your 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 eminence, uh, if you could please uh, forgive me, Father, for I need to get paid. So I'm just waiting, and then these bros just start coming up to me after the show. You know, like there, I'm like, ugh. And a couple of them, they were like, "Hey, man, you were really good, man. That was a lot of fun." He's like, "I'm from Philly. I come down here for this, but my I live in Philly. I got to come out and see you sometime." And I literally said. No, you don't. Like I was like, don't. I was like, no. He's like, he's no. like, oh, I should come. I was like, no, you shouldn't. And like it was, he was like, he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, we do this every year to the comics. We we like to razz them and we like to just like fuck with them. And they because that's what we do. And I'm like, really? I was like, oh. you know, you just paid a thousand dollars to do that. Yeah. Like I was like, that's what you do. So like it made me feel a little bit better. Yeah. Like I wish they would have just yeah. told me right away, like right. at the beginning to be like. They're just going to shit on you. You can just have to take it for 20 minutes. I can do that. I don't like that, but I can do that. So at least I get a little validation that like, oh, yeah, this is what we do every year to the comics. Like, Or or the guy who gave you the gig. That's what I'm thinking. Yes, exactly. I should have I should have gotten more of a heads up from him. So then I'm like kind of nice to these guys. A couple of guys are talking to me. I'm just like, I just want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, I get this guy in my sights, the 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 weird catholic gentleman and i say hi he was very nice by the way i, I should say that I, I don't remember really what he looks like he was very nice he, he gives me his check he writes a check and he hands it to me 
And he goes, hey, thank you. And he was very nice. Again, he was very nice. The guys on the dais, the, the priests and everything, they were very nice at the end. And he, he doesn't hold on to the check for a second, like while you're grabbing like, it. Pulling it back. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> okay. Uh, worse, actually, because he hands it to me. I can't remember if he wrote it. I don't think he wrote it there. He must have had it. And uh, so he, he hands it to me. I take it and I look at it. Do you ever do that? It's a weird thing where it's like, you don't want to be rude. So you just, yeah. I'm not, I'm not yeah. even going to look at it, you know? Yeah. But I looked at it because I'm like, you know, I don't trust these Catholic bastards. And I look at it. He made the checkout against my instructions. He he made the checkout to Chip Chantry. Chip Chantry is not my legal name. It's not what the right. bank knows me at. Generally, I haven't had too many problems with it, but I've had issues with it in the past where they wouldn't cash or deposit a check because it's not the name on my account. Yeah. My first name is Paul, so that's what I asked to, to made out to. And you don't want to have to deal with these guys again to be like, oh, no. this no. doesn't work. And yeah, Exactly. I was like, can you write me another check? He, he didn't have his checkbook with him. I think that's what it was. Right. Ugh. And I was like, I don't want to not take this check because then he, if he's like, Oh, well, when I get to the office on Monday, this is a Saturday. Yeah. When I get to You'll the office on Monday, I'll send it to you. And then word gets back that I was a shitty comic or that I didn't do my full 20 minutes. Yeah. I'm never getting this. So I was like, I need this check. I was like, is there anything you need to do? Do you have your checkbook? He's like, oh, don't worry about it. I got it. My wife works at a bank. I know how to do this. He just takes the check, takes out a pen, crosses out chip, oh. like very just haphazardly, writes Paul on top of it, and then initials it initials yeah. <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna say that's what you should have done right that's yeah. right but like i'm a by the book kind of guy and i'm very nervous that Who's like he? he's a by the holy book by the holy book kind of mm-hmm. guy and he's like ah here you go it's fine and he's like oh you're good my wife works up back i'm like i don't know if this is good he's like ah you'll be fine yeah, how much mason jar has he drunk at this point? All I don't this. remember him especially, but it was just like that. So he hands me the check. I put it in my wallet and I try to get my head down. And like I have to make my way out of this room with these 400 gentlemen that are milling right. about and milling about the stairway, milling about the lobby, get out with my life. <laughs> and like, I don't know, like it, one of my favorite things to do in comedy is when, when the night is over, especially if I have a little drive ahead of me, uh, is I, I just get in the car and you get to decompress. Sure. You yeah. Drive and you're like, I, I got paid. The show was either great or it wasn't so great, but I can just pop on some music or a podcast and just yeah. decompress. I right. couldn't even do that for my two and a half hour drive home because I'm thinking I'm not, they're not going to let me cash this check. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. and by the way, I'm not depositing this check. I'm cashing this check. I'm getting the money right away. Yeah. So I had two sleepless nights, Saturday night and Sunday night of like, I'm not getting this thousand dollars. I'm not paying my rent this month, which I should be able to. And they'll never send me another check. Yeah. Right. First thing Monday morning ran to the bank. God willing. Thank you. Catholic Jesus. <laughs> they cashed the check and there was no issues. They did. Uh, yeah, they did. So there was no issues with it. Didn't so- even blink. No, the Catholic bank. Maybe they saw it was from a church and they're like, ah, uh, churches don't do anything shady with money ever. No, never. So never. I luckily I got my thousand dollars, but with a lesson and a new, uh, newfound deep seated hatred for Catholics and the Irish. <laughs> I say, I don't hate Irish people. I don't hate Irish people. It's Irish Americans.
what do you have going on, Chip? Um, yeah, as always, I, I love followers. Follow me at Chip Chantry on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Facebook, too, if you want. But, you know, just I, I'm not on there as much anymore. Uh, I would love for you to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Chip Chantry. And I have two comedy albums out, uh, Swingers Party and Across from the Adonis, that you can get wherever you get comedy albums. So good. Great. Both great albums. Yeah. Awesome, Chip. You know, I bet I bet every one of those guys you performed for uh, got vaccinated, wore masks, and they're all healthy and still alive now. 100%. They're on board. They're on board, Kev. 100%. 100%. Yeah, yes. they're reading all the all the New England Journal of Medicine articles. <laughs> all the they're, literature. They're well-informed yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, they really are. They really, really are. Yeah, Chip, thanks for being here, dude. This is awesome. Oh, so thank fun. you guys so much. Right. This is always so much fun. I, I, I really, I always look forward to doing this.